Reporting in. Yo, what's up? This your boy, Derry Branch here at StrikeSellsports.com. This is another episode of Strike Seven Sports Podcast. Joined by my co-host, Brian Bada, Leo the Seabury. This is another episode of Strike Seven Sports Podcast. So we're just gonna go right into it. And tonight we're gonna be it's gonna be a lot of basketball, you know, related topics, you know, both uh NBA and uh college men's and women's final fours are starting off this week. And but we're gonna start off with the NBA and we're gonna rank the top teams that we believe can win the championship this year in our own order. So the season is coming down to and not to, not too many games left. And, you know, teams are starting to, you know, separate themselves from, you know, the from the best, from the um the least in the in both conferences. And for my top teams that can win that I believe can win the title this year, I got eight of them. And I'm gonna go with, and I got them in this on this particular order. I got the Milwaukee Bucks, the Boston Celtics, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Phoenix Suns, the Golden State Warriors, the LA Lakers, and the LA Clippers. That's on my eight teams that I believe can win a championship. Either, either, either or for this list, they could go on a run and win the title. I don't believe in the Denver Nuggets, despite the greatest of Jokic. I don't believe in the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I definitely don't believe the uh, Sacramento Kings. And I know um, Coach Mike Brown is going to win Coach of the Year, and I have a you know the team having having a great year. I think this is not their time. So that's my eight teams right there. So um, I'd like to know what y'all got. I'll take this one first. I like Denver, Memphis, Phoenix, the Clippers, Golden State, and the Lakers in the West. And then the East, I just have three teams, Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly. Um, so, All right. Yeah. My top four teams from the, the East, man. I'm going with Boston, Milwaukee, uh, Philadelphia, and I'm rolling with Cleveland. Cleveland? Yeah, I love it with Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland, good. I like Cleveland. They spotted ready? <laughs> Do I think they? I think they ready. He 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 got plenty of playoff experience. You never didn't miss the playoffs, so he get that's. That's that's something. You got a couple um, buzz saws in the conference no East though, man. Yeah, but the the Cavs is they they get to, I, I I wouldn't count them out. That's true. Um, as for me, man, look, I just like Milwaukee, man. I just like the way Milwaukee is playing right now. Um, they took in the taking the lead in the Eastern Conference. That that spot was once held by Boston, man, but it is it rallied. After the All Star break, pretty much, you know, I think they're gonna be the number one seed, in my opinion, the way it's looking. Um, Giannis should. Uh, it probably is gonna go to Jokic. We don't know yet. We don't know that for sure yet. But Giannis should get some strong consideration for MVP. And if he does win it, I believe that would be his third top third MVP, right? He already has two, mm-hmm. so it would be his third one. But I think they can very much win the title, man. Boston can do it just because they experienced now, you know, been there last year, you know, and um previous year prior previous years prior to that, you know, we got a lot of playoff experience, man. And um Memphis, man, and I know people, you know, the league, or well, I don't want to say the league, but you know, certain, you know, talking heads in our industry probably don't want won't won't appreciate it. But I think Memphis could win a title this year, man. I think they could win a title this year. If they can, if they can keep the league, they can uh control the flow of the game, especially in the uh the second half and now blow these leads, Memphis can win a title, man. And I wouldn't be surprised if like Memphis go over there and like you know, go over there in the in the finals in the East and just like win something for win the series four one. 
I think Memphis is that deep. You know what I'm saying? They got the um defense. Um, they got the rim protector, John Morant. You know he ain't scared. So I just think they got a really good formula, man. And uh, Phoenix, you know, they've been at before. Veteran team, Devin Booker, Chris Paul. Um, yeah, Devin Booker, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant. Veteran squad. They know what it has. To, they know what needs to be done. Uh, all all three of those guys have been to the, the NBA Finals, so including their coach, so they know that's know what it takes to get done. The Lakers, we know what it is with them. The team they got a brand, pretty much a brand new team after the All Star break, after the trades, they can make it happen along with Golden State. Y'all got anything else to add? Uh, one, it's just about Cleveland. The reason why I don't consider them a contender, I think they're one more piece away, and doesn't mean need to be a big time player, just a really solid role player. I think they're lacking that. And so that's why I don't take them um, as serious contenders. And they may even lose the first round to the Knicks. Julius Randle is out. And so uh, that get that gives probably going to give the Cavs an advantage. Um, and they may win that series. But we'll see if he's able to come back in how many games. If that's the first round series, uh, if he's able to play in that series. Uh, yeah, they mad, Leo. Go ahead. For me, I think that it'll be. Uh, I tell you, I know y'all. The team that we all talking about. I know y'all probably seen them on the websites and stuff. The Los Angeles Lakers, man, they they they're hot. They're hot, man. With even with this, with this, um, what you call it? With this, with this new fabled lineup, we got. I mean, they four and zero when Brian, D'Lo, and AD play together. They four and zero. So. And and I think a lot of you see a lot of the posts, a lot of people, a lot of these um people having a, them uh, going to the finals and stuff and making it out the, making it out the West. I think I think they can make it out the West, but the question is, can Brian AD stay here? If they stay healthy, a lot of folks in Memphis don't want to see them in the first round. A lot of good teams, the Nuggets, don't want to see them in the first round. I'm, yeah, so. Lakers, I gotta add them up there in the in the, in the midst of contenders too, cause ain't no way you can say no team without Brun, a healthy Brun and a healthy, you know, D D Lo and A D are going to uh not do well. Okay, but uh, what about the Clippers, man? I, because I got them on my list as a team that can win a championship. Why <laughs> no. uh no? Now go ahead. I want to hear why you why you have them. Then I Brett, then I go. Kawhi, if Brett, if Kawhi come out there, stay healthy. Paul George, he stay healthy. The rest of the supporting cast, you know, they they locked in. I think they can make a run. What y'all think? You had Leah. I just don't think I just don't see the consistency. Um, I honestly think that why yeah yeah they're a good team. And obviously, they have a lot of top end talent. Uh, I I just have my question is number one with the Paul George stuff, you know, with him not being back and him coming back for the playoffs, like you know, what would the team look like? Can Kawhi be consistent? Because obviously, they they have you know the talent. Last night when they beat Memphis. Without with just Russ, pretty much they that showed they had a talent to win. But my question is, like you know, consistently they known for being the Clippers, they known for choking away playoff series and stuff and whatnot. They got a reputation, in my opinion. So it, unless unless they they got to show me something, DB, like they got to show me something because every year is about Tyler. We we talk about Tyler being a great coach. Let's see what he can do. Let's see what he well, he hadn't he hadn't did much these last few years. So, I mean, besides the conference final, I mean, yeah, they made the conference finals one year, but well, let's see what let's see what they can do. That's what that's basically. I want to see what they can do. Okay, I ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, you never know, man. It's just you know, every team you know got their year, man. When they they could they 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 could go on a run. You know, in the West, this is the, the the right opportunity for them to go on a run, you know, because there's like clearly no like 
team there, we could say, like, oh, man, they're a juggernaut. It's going to be a problem. This, everything is setting up for them. So we'll see everything play out. But that's my my pick right there. What about, uh, I didn't, I didn't put them on, I almost put them on the list. But y'all think the Miami Heat could be a sleeper, sleeper team? No, I just don't think they have enough. Um, you make case Eric Spolcher is arguably the best coach in the league. Um, but the Heat just they just don't have enough, in my opinion, to make a run. They I could see them upsetting someone in the first round. Like if I'm a, a higher seed, I don't want to play them in the first round. But I don't think there's they're a legit threat to. Um, maybe they can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, but that's about it. Okay. Go ahead, yeah. Personally, I don't think they are threat. Like they, they got too many fallacies and weaknesses. Like it's they, they, they don't have much depth. They don't have shoot. You got nine undrafted free agents on your team. Have more than half. That's a lot of unfree. Like, they don't have it. The top end talent is there. Calari is completely fine. Aside from Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and maybe Tyler Hero, what are their sure things? They don't have too much guaranteed. The depth is not like I said. The depth is not there at all. They don't have any depth. And while yes, you play your top guys most minute heavy minutes in the playoffs. Question is with them, would those guys break down? And I know Spoelstra is the best, one of the best coaches. And and last year, they, no doubt, they made a run to the conference finals. They lost they that series parts of the Boston because they got tired. Man, they got tired. If they don't, if Cal Larry doesn't come back to at least being a summer where he was, they have no chance. They have no chance? Nope. Nope. Okay. I mean, to me, I get I get blasted for this sometimes, but in the past, I I, I felt like I feel like Eric Spolster is like only good as his talent, in my opinion. I know that's an that's an unpopular opinion, but that's how I see it. You know, so we'll see everything play out, man. But he, they may do something. They may, they may pull off an upset. So we'll see. All right. So moving right along. So we're still on the topic of the, the NBA, NBA finals, teams that can get to the championship. So our next topic is which team, player, or coach is under the most pressure to win a champ, to win a championship or get to the finals this season? Uh, I take this one, and I'm I'm gonna say Doc Rivers. Okay. Uh, because this six, I ain't gonna lie, this six, I picked the six to go to the finals. Like, yeah, I still think they're coming out the east. Like, I ain't gonna lie, people sleeping on them. They they nobody. We talking about Boston, Milwaukee, but shoot, I I wouldn't my, I wouldn't be surprised. I see the sixes in there because. They have the talent. The talent is there, obviously. They they got a big three. They big three, Maxi, Harden, Joel. That's their big three. That's what they rolled on. Doc has a lot of talent. They have they have solid dip. I think they have I think they're really probably one of the deeper teams in the in the NBA, in my opinion. And personally, there's no it's uh, Joel, Joel wants they want to win. They Harden, they this is last year for free agent. They want to win. They want to be in the NBA finals. But I think it's an expectation. Uh, that they get there, or there may be some heads that turn because there's no excuse. They too good. They they are too good. They are. And I know Philly hasn't had that breakthrough. I don't think they made conference finals in what 22 years. But this is the year they get through, and I think Doc Rivers is under pressure to get that done. Because if you don't get that done, then it's through. Yeah, I think I think he made. I wouldn't say going after this year, but it's gonna be a lot of murmurs next year. So if, if he is gone, where do you think he goes? He goes back. He goes to another team where he like takes a little break. He might take a break. Yeah, go to go to NBA countdown or something. Yeah, I think he'll go <laughs> to the media. Uh, maybe college if he really wants to cut. I, I don't think I, I'm just saying. Nah. I could see him being caught, but he's not a college guy, him. man. But, but, yeah, but if he does anything, he'll be probably in the media. I think he'll be done coaching. And he look, he has nothing to prove. Uh, did he maybe get a little lucky winning the title? Yeah, but he still no. won a little. Look, I mean, who was Andrew but, was out? 
And Everton needs a little luck, so I'm not like blaming him for that. But I mean, my issue with that title, man, is that I haven't seen that 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 team makes so much noise about that one title. That's maybe that's what I meant to say. They yeah. make a lot of noise about that championship. Yeah, yeah that's such it. Um, Anything else, there, Leo? Yeah. You're right about you right about the noise when it comes to the title because I have never seen a team milk a title like that. I mean milk yeah. like they milk like like a cow, like my yeah, we get y'all won a championship, but then after that, okay, you made the finals one more time, but come on now. Dylan got like jobs in the media because of that, man. Like <laughs> build pra- platforms over that stuff, bro. Yeah. Bro. But for my my teams, man, I got like three of them, bro. The Suns, come on, man, it's time. Y'all had the best. Did Phoenix have the best record last year in the yes. league? Number one seed. They didn't get it done. The year prior, you had Milwaukee on the ropes till they 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 swung the momentum. It didn't get it done. This year, like we all said, the West is wide open. It's your turn. You got Kevin Durant. You gotta do so. The Clippers. I know y'all say that. Y'all saying didn't have a shot, but Steve Ballmer just you know spent all his money for for uh get Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. You got Russ. You got man. You can change coaches out. It's your time. And like I I know I said I don't see the Nuggets win the championship, but. You got to at least get to the Western Conference Finals or get to the NBA Finals now, man, in my opinion. Yeah. Because you done you, – you, Jokic don't want MVPs, back-to-back MVPs. You haven't really done anything outside that little uh, bubble bubble Western Conference Final where you knock off the Clippers, almost try to, like, push the Lakers, but it didn't happen, but – you haven't done anything beyond that. So I think it's the Nuggets. Yeah, and I do agree that the Sixers, to a certain extent, has to do something, man, because, you know, you got Joel Embiid, James Harden. You got you got rid of Ben Simmons. You got to do something, man. So that's that's what I think. It's, it's, for more in particular for me, it's Suns, Clippers, and the Nuggets. Y'all got anything else? Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I agree. The number one team is the Sixers. Uh, I believe if they don't get to at least the conference finals, someone's getting fired. And more than likely it'll be Doc Rivers because Darren Moore never hired him and he's not going to get fired. And I don't think James Harden leaves, but there's a, there's been a lot of rumors of, about him potentially returning to Houston. So that'll be interesting to see. And then the Western Conference, I got a few. I got, I don't think Phoenix is there yet um, because they, they lost some depth. So they may need to add more depth out this year. But you, you, you want to see them make a run. A really, a few good teams aren't even going to make it out of the first round, and then uh, they won't even make it to the conference finals because the West is just so stacked. Well, when I say stacked, a lot of teams would just be playing each other. Um, so the Nuggets are interesting. I don't think Michael Malone will get fired, but they, there's a Denver guy. I'll probably <laughs> That thinks that that thinks that he could, thinks that he could get fired, and so um, we'll see about that. Ty Lue, I think, is on the hot seat too. Um, and we'll see with the injury situation, but you still, I think, you got to at least push whoever you play in the first round. Um, because Steve Ballmer, he he'll make a move. I don't think I don't know if it'll definitely be Ty Lue. It could be Lawrence Flank, who's been there forever. Um, but a move a move will be made if they don't get where they need to be. You can believe that. Uh, Steve Ballmer is, one of, in my opinion, one of the more aggressive owners in all sports. And he didn't get there by not being afraid to make moves. So he'll make something, a move happen if they don't get where they need to be. All right, so I'm going to bring this up to y'all as well. So, I mean, if you're like Denver, the Clippers – or uh, Philly, you're not going after Steve Ballmer? Not Steve Ballmer, man. I'm tripping. Emi Adoka? Uh, I think I put in the group chat. I think Emi Adoka 
could go to the Rockets. I could see that being a good fit or even replacing Pop in San Antonio. But I'll be stunned if one of these contenders hire him. Not saying he's not good enough, but I'll be stunned if one of them hire him. But I, I could see – I even saw a rumor about the Raptors, but that's if only Nick Nurse leaves, and I don't see that happening. As long as Versace is there, I think Nick Nurse will be there. Unless if he really wants he, – he wants to go to another job. But I don't, I don't see that happening. But you may do good to the Rockets or the Spurs. Makes a ton of sense. Yeah, they nailed you. You may you Doka, man. Shoot, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Doc if Doc got fired. I wouldn't be surprised if Philly made a run at him. Shoot. Yeah. I, you you get you get your uh, your nemesis for my coach. And I know that they be a ro- Missoula has been had him rolling since uh he took over, but shoot. Pick pick his brain, Sued. I I would I would I would definitely give him uh if I was a contender, I wouldn't see anything wrong with um hiring a guy like, you know, a Yudoka type. If 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 my team doesn't do as well as I think, like maybe a, I wouldn't I don't think Doc gets fired, but maybe like I said, if a uh a Philly or one of those teams as a French contender, if they if they don't, you know, get where they need to be in this playoffs, I can see them. Or Brian, like like Brian said, maybe if a team that completely bottoms out like the Rockets or shit, I wouldn't be surprised if uh and I noticed he just got he just got the job back. Shit, I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Clifford got the boot eventually. But shoot, that, that the Hornets are terrible. That's a shame. They got they fired the coaching got worse. Borrego had them winning games last year. Like they won, they were winning like 40, they won like 40 some games last year. They just didn't make the play in. But this year, well, they did make the play and they lost. But they um this year, team, I know Bridges not having Bridges and Lamelo hurt a lot, but they just look awful. So is that a Jordan just, move? Huh? That was a Jordan move to bring back Clifford. Now remember what happened. They they had a deal with Kenny Atkinson and he decided oh, yeah. yeah with it's his family. Yeah, he didn't and I don't blame him, but it was I would I would have taken the job, but I understand his kids didn't want to move all the way across the country and he didn't want to do that. So he just wasn't ready to be the coach. So that's why they brought Clifford, which I don't think was a bad idea. And lately they've been one of the best defensive teams. So finally they're starting to get together. They just had a lot of injuries. Um, and we'll see what their draft pick is. And Michael Jordan may even sell the team. So that's another interesting aspect. But uh, the Hornets, I, I think their future is bright. Um, they just got to add more talent around LaMelo. And LaMelo, if you if you want to be uh, one of the last team standings, he's going to have to improve defensively. And it doesn't mean you have to be a great defender, but you got to give more effort defensively. Yeah, so we'll see. All and, right, moving uh, around, Lowe. What I'm up? Sorry. One more thing I was thinking of. Where where do you think Bob Myers could end up? Because when you were talking about um, some, at first that's who I thought you were bringing up. The Clippers would be interesting because Steve Ballmer has that money, and he he'd be willing to uh, pay for him to do that to hire him. Uh, and I I think he could end up leaving Golden State. So that's another interesting offseason um, storyline that we gotta keep an eye on. All right, so moving right along, we go talk about the uh, the NFL and uh, the NFL draft. We got uh, on this thing on Zoom. We got like nine minutes left. Yeah, I was gonna say so, that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna finish the, the next topic or a different segment though. But we're gonna have, we got nine minutes left. We're gonna talk about the NFL draft, and on my screen, we're gonna I'm gonna talk about uh, Anthony Richardson. I'm gonna, I'm gonna list a few teams. You're gonna say, uh, y'all say boom or bust. Boom means he's gonna be a really good football player for that team, a really good quarterback. Bust is, you know, the obvious. So let's say Andy Richardson goes to the Houston Texans. Boom or bust? Uh, I think they have a good bridge, Case Keenum. So I'll say, uh, boom. It all depends on the bridge to me. What you got, Leo? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, bust. I don't think the Texans is for him. All right. I'm going to say uh, bust as well. Um, I don't know, man. Just I, will, I wish the best for you, boy, um, D'Amico Ryans, man. But I don't know, man. Indianapolis Colts, boom or bust for Anthony Richardson. How you doing? 
Go ahead. All right, I'll take this. Boom. This is the perfect fit for him. If you look at Jalen Hurts and Anthony Richardson, I know Anthony Richardson is uh, has more physical traits, but they're similar quarterbacks. And as Minshew's a good bridge, and I think he could work wonders with the Colts and working with Shane Steichen in particular. So I, I think this would be a big time big. All right. Um, Seattle Seahawks, boom or bust. I say this is a tricky one. I'll I'll say boom because I think he's gonna sit behind Gina. The question for me is how long will Pete Carroll be coaching? He's the offensive coordinator, and so that that's really the, the that's why I was kind of hesitant. But I, I'll say boom. And then you want to add Leo? All right, man. I'll say uh boom for Seattle, man. That's I just think that's a good situation. Uh, well, I think go ahead. I think go ahead. Anthony Richardson. You talking about if he went to the uh to the Seahawks? Yeah. I think it'd be boom because Gino was very selfish, selfless. It's gonna be a very experience for him. And I think that he would be able to, you know, sit behind him and learn and just, you know, how to be a pro and just punish his talents there. And he'll he'll learn. He'll, he already has the physical talent, but obviously he'll gain so much mentally from a mental mental standpoint. And I think it'll be boom. I think it'll be big boom. And like I think whoever the next head coach is, like when Pete Carroll ever retires to retire, they'll be in good hands. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree as well. I think it's gonna be a boom, man. I think that's like I think that's like one of the best places for him to land outside of like Indianapolis, man. You got the pieces are already there. You got a quarterback that's successful, who has who has already you know went out on, on record and said that he is not phased by a um, rookie QB. He wants to mentor a rookie quarterback, so you got that working in your favor. You got wide receivers on the outside. You got a good running game. Um, tight ends legit. You bring back Bobby Wagner. Defense is getting built up back again. You got an offensive line like unlike uh, Russell Wilson had. So. You got um, that's a good situation to be in. So I would say boom for that one. All right, um, your team, Leo, that Las Vegas Raiders, boom on bus, Randy Richardson. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna say boom because he's gonna be with an office of Guru and Josh McDaniels. He's, you know, he's gonna be with a, he's gonna be with a, a coach who has a, he knows how to work with quarterbacks. Shit. And Josh, I I'm, 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 I trust him to groom a guy like Anthony Richardson, who would probably be the most physically talented quarterback he's ever had from a physical talent standpoint. Um, I feel like he can harness that arm, and you know, he had a kid, he probably had the best arm that he's ever had as a quarterback. Like, you know, with all respect to Tom Brady, like, hey, Tom Brady don't have that arm, Anthony Richardson guy. So, right. I'm, so I'm, I want to say it, boom, and he gets to sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy who many people probably laugh at, but the guy's a winner. He's won games. He's won games in the NFL. He's a solid quarterback, and I and I think overall his Richardson's development is where, in like regardless of Seattle Oil or Vegas, he's gonna sit and learn behind experienced quarterbacks who know how to win games in the league. So that's a plus in itself. What about the Atlanta Falcons? Boom or bust. Uh, I'll take this. I'll go start with the Raiders real quick. I'll say boom because of the reasons. Yeah. Uh, Falcons, this is a really tricky one. I don't even, I'm surprised they're even interested. But I would probably say this may be one of the few ones I'll say bust on. They still build on some pieces. And he's, and Arthur Smith's a good quarter, uh, QB coach, but I just don't know if the fit's there. And so I, I, I'll say bust for this one. Yeah. What you got, man? I'm going to go with Bus simply because I don't think – I don't – I know he, he has a lot of talent. He has a lot of talent. And I just don't think – but I just don't think Atlanta was the place where a guy like him 
I know Arthur Smith is a good, really good offensive coordinator, good offensive coach, and he could probably work with with Richardson has, but I'm a I'm a I'm gonna go with Bust on this one. Why is that? Huh? Why is that? I just I'm Atlanta, like he's Atlanta's a few pieces away. They need, they need, I know they got the receivers. You got a Drake London. You got the Pitts. And Pitts has got a he took a step back last year too. Um, I think they need need. I think they need some more pieces. Personally, I think they need. I know that that line is that they got a few guys on the line that are like, well, but I feel like they need some more pieces. They need definitely need a number two wide receiver with some more wide receivers outside of London, definitely. So. I, I would, I would, I don't, I don't, I hesitate to say bust, but I don't think it's a boom. Somewhere in the middle. Yes, yeah, I think, yeah, me too, man. I think it's somewhere in the middle, man. I think it can work, and it cannot work. You know, the thing with Atlanta is, is that they have success one season, they'll pop, and then like the next season they'll regress. And then it's the next season they'll it'll get back to that level, then it'll regress. So uh, I mean. I don't know if it would happen for Andy Richardson, Anthony Richardson out there. So we'll see everything play out. Hey, well, last one, man. Uh, final four picks, man. For the men's final four, who y'all got? Um, men's final four. I, I've been going back and forth. I'll go with. I think FAU's run comes in, and I got San Diego State in the first. Game. And I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with Miami. I think if there's one team built to beat UConn, I think it's Miami. They have the guards. They, they're going to they're gonna have to hit some threes. Um, they're able to come back making a lot of free throws against uh, Texas. I don't think you'll be able to do that against UConn. But I, I feel like they're going to win a close one. One thing about UConn, they've yet to be, be in a close game. And throughout the entire season, they've not won a close game. And so I think they get it. They can end up losing. All right. And then the women's one, South Carolina's going to win. So, yeah. All right. You got Leo. When it comes to the um, to the men's tournament, I'm going to go with Miami, and I'm going to go with FAU. I don't want to pick against – I really don't want to pick against San Diego State's defense. It's elite. Everybody knows that. But I feel like this FAU run, FAU is legit. FAU is legit. They're legit, and I and I think they it's an all Florida national championship game on Monday night. Miami versus versus um. I went with the two underdogs last week. Last Sunday they were both underdogs. I'm gonna go with it again. FAU, FAU versus Miami for the title. Three got with it. Miami, Florida Atlantic, that would be a great run, but Miami just would be too much. All right. I'm going with you Virgil signing a uh, new contract with uh FAU. And we want to talk I wanna talk about how, uh, you know, could this be could Dustin May and FAU as long as he's at uh Memphis, is he gonna be you think that program, that program could be the next uh, Houston to uh, Memphis. <laughs> to uh, Memphis. That's a good question. I won't go as far as that, but they'll be a team you have to respect. Um, what Dusty May has built at FAU has been unbelievable. Um, they're building something special there, but I'm not sure how long they're going to be able to keep him. I'm not surprised he didn't leave this offseason, but the job I've just been making that works, well, two jobs that work out perfectly. One will probably come up in more uh, quicker than the other. The first one is FSU. Leonard Hamilton's getting old, and if they miss the tournament again, I could see um, him potentially either stepping down or getting fired. And he, uh, his alma mater is Indiana. So I was even surprised Notre Dame didn't um, kick tires on Dusty May. And he may have said that for you anyways, but they should have at least kicked the tires on him. But if Indiana eventually comes calling one day, I can see him leaving. So, But I think that's going to be a couple years from now because Mark Woodson's doing a solid job there. So I can see him leaving after next season, but if he's there 
for the next four or five years, I won't be surprised to. Uh, I think they just have. Um, I think that personally, FAU could be the next, not Houston, the next. We remember Wichita State made the final four as a nine seed. Yeah, yeah. Next Wichita State, and next season they were under. They went. They was thirty four and zero. Headed into that game against Kentucky in the second round. I ain't, I ain't saying they're going FAU to go undefeated or nothing, but they could become a consistent contender. And then, it, um, once again, uh, Wichita State was in a Sweet 16, I think a couple of years later. Um, they they, they came consistent, you know, a respected team in AAC when they joined. Well, they would NBC for the transition to the uh, into the AAC. Uh, they're like Florida and they would transition into the AAC next season. I think they'll come a consistent I'd say definitely top two or three teams. Uh, the the insurance of May coming back means the insurance you're getting your core back. And keep in mind, these best players, this is a team whose best players is freshmen and sophomores. So they got they got two sophomore guards. They starting a sophomore, that sophomore big man. They got two juniors. They start. So it's basically three. It, well, it's a fresh. It's two. It's a freshman and a sophomore guard, and then it's, I think it's one junior forward, and then they have some uh the soft the big. The big, uh, the Russian big man, Vlad, Vladi, what we call him, Vlad. Um, mm -hmm. He's a sophomore. So that when you get a coach, when you a coach of that caliber, you and he's been a winner this whole time. You ensure him coming back. You ensure your core is coming back. So I think that team sticks together. It's not gonna be like a like kind of like you know fairly big thing. You know, you see that coach live and yeah. after all after saying all, all that crying and all that emotion and stuff, he ended up taking the biggest paycheck off of him. The next, this literally, but. I don't think this is this, this is the same case. Uh, I think May is, is there to stay. For, uh, he he said in January he didn't plan on leaving, even if they made a run. And I believe it, and I believe in, I believe him. So, I think they'll they'll, they'll be contenders. You think they'll be contenders? Oh, Tulane maybe got they Tulane maybe got the weekend for the Cook transfer. Yeah. T-Lane will still be a top team to go, but um, Wichita State's going to be better. South Florida is going to be better. Temple's going to be better. The AAC is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, I know how you feel about this, Leo, in terms of the AAC is underrated, and they should probably get at least three, maybe four, three to five bids next season. Um, I'd rather give them to the AAC than to the Mountain West because – I know San Diego State went on this run, but usually the Mountain West doesn't do get in the tournament. And so the AFC is going to be a very, very interesting conference. That being said, Memphis should still be one of the top teams, regardless of how bad it could end up being. But FAU is a team to really, really uh, watch out for. One thing Leah said uh, that I kind of – I understand his point, but the thing with Tobin Anderson leaving for Iona, I don't blame him. Uh, and at the – time when he may have said what he said or was uh, doing what he did, he didn't know that that opportunity was going to be available. So sometimes things change and he took the that really good opportunity and he's going to get Iona uh, probably staying where they need to be. Maybe even do even better than Patina did potentially and then maybe go on to greener pastures. Okay. Me, man, I think it Becomes like one of them. Uh, FAU becomes one of them, one of those uh, step it, those step up jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like Dustin May may leave, but you get somebody that's pretty much, I would say, on that same level where they remain competitive. You know, they pull up a few upsets in the tournament, going a few runs. Um, I think they could do things like that, but. Uh, in regards to like getting tattered like like Memphis can get, I don't know if they could do that. You know, um, with Penny in the conference, he's already proven that he could like poach your roster, even though y'all you're in the same conference with him. He's done that twice. He did it last year with uh, SMU. Your boy Jamar Young didn't play unfortunately, and he's doing it this year with Temple with the uh, the two players he just uh, poached from their roster. So. so then those years, though, the, the, the time, the, if they can, uh, I don't know if they're going to be, be able to win 27, 30 games like that consistently every year. I don't like that's happening with a conference like uh, with a Memphis. And also, 
it'll be interesting to see how uh, Ron Hunter addresses uh, the losses with two and has right now. But I think FAU becomes like a step up job. You know, that other coaches will see as an opportunity to build and they'll leave. You know? And FAU is in a good location, you know, where they, they have a good budget, you know, no money and all this other stuff in the So I think it's a, a step up job. In yes. Yeah. Um, yes and no. I see your point, but, and I do agree with the point, but you said them, they're not going to win as many games as they won this year. That's just not going to happen. The conference is going to be better. And he knows what they do out of conference, too, in terms of scheduling. But I think F, uh, Dusty May could be there for the, I don't think he's there for the rest of the, their um, his career because I just think a big opportunity is going to come that he just can't refuse. But he, if if this is his second to last job, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and he he could be here for a while. Uh, he just signed an extension. They're gonna give him a lot of resources to convince him to stay long term. But uh, I, for some people, I feel like sometimes that whether it's a step up job or not, sometimes it kind of depends on the individual like huh, I know you're going to laugh at this example but like Penny Hardaway it, it, Memphis isn't a step up job to him it, it's I mean obviously the dream it's a unique situation he's not going to take another college job in my opinion if he leaves it'll be for the NBA so I think some that sometimes that also depends on the individual Daddy Leo I think that that it, if May leaves, it'll be for like you said a big time like Indiana or Alabama. But FAU, like you said, FAU is in a pretty good position. Like literally and figuratively, you're in the Final Four. You're located in Boca Raton. Like, uh, like but who? To you recruit me? Let's say I'm a. Let's say let's just say I'm a. Let's just say I'm a four star recruit. I see. you. I see the FAU, what y'all done did. I might, I might take my talents over there to y'all, too. And, and the conference not going to be that hard to – I mean, it's going to be very competitive, but I think FAU can win the conference next year. Don't tell them. Don't tell the business people, though. They might get mad at me. If I'm rankings, FAU, based on what they're bringing back, we'll see what they may add in the portal. I know that we're losing, they're losing one of their guards for sure. They would be the favorite. So they only, say yeah, they only losing one chest. player, Brian. Say it with the chest. Don't be afraid to say they're, it. They're only losing one yeah. senior, and he's a res, and he's a reserve guy, but he's an important guy. He's, he yeah. he he showed his importance in that elite eight game. But I you um I definitely would say that um since uh, they're 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 the only you know the only, they're losing the least out of anybody. Memphis Law is losing a lot, and, yeah. and but FAU you bring your core. That's what happens when you build from the bottom. They built it up into the program, and now you're – like you said, within the best players with freshmen and sophomores, you got they, – they have a freshman guard in the finals. <coughs> yeah. yeah. And you're going to the conference final four. So, yeah. I'm just saying, this is, is what it is, man. I, I think FAU will be up there. Heck, I think UAB will be up there next year. Hey, of course, Memphis, but with Mikey Williams, will that fit? That, that, that's been the discussion. Can we make – can that, can that work? And can you be <laughs> – then you have a combo guard, you know, as a freshman leads you to a, you know, the, the promised land. <laughs> that's gonna be tough, man. That's gonna be that's a story in itself, right there, man. And as we're speaking, Texas and UAB are playing right now. Um, so yeah. North Texas may lose their coach um, to uh, uh, to where are they gonna lose it hey. to uh, Tech, but their replacement, if it's who I think it'll be, he's gonna do a solid job there. And another sneaky job for Dusty May to take, because this coach is getting old and he'll retire soon, and he could even retire after this year if they win the Natty, is uh, Miami. It's Boca Raton. It's very, very close to Miami. They're both in South Florida, and I could see Dusty May taking over Miami um, the moment Jim Laranega leaves. All right. Hey, let me say what it is. Um, Lamar Jackson, man, does he play this year at all? That's a good question. This I'm 50-50 on it. I think he signs a tag and maybe fits an injury. So if if that's what you mean by not playing, I agree. If 
if you think he's going to do pull a Le'Veon Bell, I don't see that happening. You'll see that? No, no, I don't see that happening. And I think he's already said it. But I'll, unless if he got, like, really fed up with the Ravens. But, again, the only way I see him not playing is if he, like, fakes an injury or, or hurts himself or something where he doesn't have to play. Um, but, yeah, I don't see him pulling a Le'Veon So, will it be with the Baltimore Ravens? You know what I was thinking? I wish if, man, I wish if I wish Lamar could do an interview and someone asked him, would you be willing to bet on yourself again, play on the tag with someone else, and then try to get a long-term extension uh, the next offseason? Um, would you be willing to do that? And I, I, I don't know that answer. But if the answer is yes, then that's another way I could see him playing. Um, but I think if you went out just – be willing to negotiate with these teams. Like, we haven't heard of him negotiating with any team. And they may be waiting until after the draft. Um, and then they'll have a better idea of their QB situation. But if you can negotiate with these teams, maybe maybe the best thing for you to do is bet on yourself again. You're going to get at least $32 million. And maybe if you go on a run, you can get that money you've been wanting all this time. So, if you're Baltimore, do you – Draft a quarterback like in later rounds of the draft. Yeah. Hooker, I would love to see him there. I would love to see Anthony Richardson there, but he's going to be gone unless they trade up or do a trade during the draft. But Hooker would be a target for them. And I'm surprised. Everyone's talking about Lamar, and they may still sign this guy. What about Tyler Huntley? Are they going to re-sign him? I mean, he did a good job with them when he's been playing. And so I know that they have a new OC, but I'm stunned that he hasn't been signed. Or they haven't even signed another quarterback yet just for in, as an insurance. So, because even if you draft a young quarterback, like Hooker, to me, if I drafted Hooker, he's redshirting. He's coming off an ACL. He's redshirting. And maybe if everything goes well, you can play him later in the year. But everything is, when I draft a guy like Hooker, I'm looking towards the future. Yeah, they know Oh. I would say Baltimore. I look at it for metrics. Tyler Huntley not an NFL quarterback. Sorry. Like, and I was used to be big a fan of his. Like, I look at the metrics. He's one of the worst passing quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, if you look at this, I know I and I ain't really a metric person. Like, I'm more of a can I see it? But like, I was just looking at some of the stats. He just not. He is a bad stuff. As if that. Like, I'm. And I know he did a good job in the Baltimore Cincinnati game. He did the best he could, but. I would further go and get another option like a uh, shoe, like a hey, Stetson Bennett. Go ahead, give him his old, give him his old offensive coordinator back. That wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. They did that. It's a it's a smart guy. He's he not going. He's the worst thing is if you got to play this. I say you find this a guy like a Stetson Bennett in the fifth round, fifth sixth round. Shoot. Huh? What about Max Duggan in Baltimore? Oh, oh. That would fit, bro. I think that would be nice, man. He knows. Yeah, all right. Uh, um, Max Duggan in Baltimore, bro. Sure, yeah. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I'm not a fan of Duggan no more. They said he had a, a bad senior bowl. And yeah, bad senior bowl? Yeah, he had, a, he had a bad senior bowl. And, you know, DB, we can't we can't get that that beating. I mean, the absolute B team that they took at the hands of Georgia. That, oh, that was yeah, a real yeah. that was a real NFL defense. That's an NFL defense that he just yeah, went, like, 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 that boy, that, he may have been playing against the NFL. Like that's an NFL defense he went against. Like and 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 he didn't pass. Like it's it's one thing to lose. Nobody people thought it's one thing to lose. It's another to get get, get your butt whooped like that. And that that's the last impression I saw of him. Like, and he and like yeah. said, he didn't have a good senior bowl at all. Like I was watching, he didn't. His throws weren't crisp and accurate. He wasn't. He wasn't precise. Every, I, and I like him. He, he won a lot at, at TCU, but I just, I, I, I would have my. I think he's a UGA or seventh rounder at best. Uh, okay. Yeah, but well, they need to draft a quarterback though, man. Um, just in case. Yeah, they have to draft one. They it would. Um, I wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt them to draft one in the first round. Like Anthony Richardson. Yeah. If they take Anthony Richardson in the first, 
If he's dead, I think we strongly consider it. You need to consider it. I would go with Hooker in the first round. But will he be ready to play this year? Look, that's why you you got to sign a veteran, like a Teddy Bridgewater. Some that, that's the same. Hooker is a long term play. I'm not hook. I'm not counting on Hooker to play this year. Um, but, I mean maybe, but it'll be late in the season. So I'm not counting on him to play. He he's a redshirt candidate, and so you got to have your starting QB and your backup. Anthony Brown, I think, is still there. He could be like the backup section, uh, third string quarterback, and then you have your veteran, and then you draft Hooker, and then Lamar, you just either get rid of him or you just don't worry about him. Um, but the Ravens, like, some people have an issue with what the Ravens are doing. The Ravens have been one of the more consistent franchises over uh, the past few years, uh, the past decade, two decades. And so they know what they're doing. You know what I'd like to see, and some Ravens fans may not want to see this. Well, how about bring Jeff Flacco back as a backup? Oh. As a backup? Yeah. As no. Backup? Why not? Why not? Why not? Bridgewater better, man. As I'm, not talking, I'm not talking to start as a backup. Bridgewater would be the – if you want to say Bridgewater, I agree. As a backup. Not like when I say backup, backup to whoever you're going to sign as a starter in case Lamar doesn't play. James Winston would have been a decent fit if he if the Saints hadn't picked him up. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Did you see? Jameis Winston wanted to stay even though he knew he wasn't going to be a starter because uh, he wrote an article about it, I believe. And so that's one of the reasons why he, he could have he gone, but he left. You know who I'd like to see? I think it may have an underrated season that nobody's really talking about. I think maybe Marcellus mentioned it. Carson Wentz. I would like <laughs> I would like to see him. Man, he does, man. He bridged up, man. He bridged up. He's not going to be on a team this year. Yeah. Maybe people are missing out on someone that could have a solid year. Carson Wentz in Baltimore. But he's going to be in the USFL, bro. (laughs) Dude. Indianapolis was his last shot, bro. You mean Washington? Well, but. He had a good year in Indianapolis, man. That, 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 that guy, man. Yeah, he kind of got a good year. The raw deal of that, man. Look, the number one guy would have wanted the Ravens to sign, but he went elsewhere was Baker Mayfield. I would have loved to see him with the Ravens, but he did make the right decision go with Tampa Bay. Uh, they have better weapons, and uh, he he has a better chance to start. That's cool. He gave, so, uh, yeah. All right. All right, man. That's all we have for you off right now, man. Give us a like, comment, subscribe to, this, to the channel, the podcast. Let us know how you feel. Leave it to this through Apple or Spotify or iTunes. Well, Apple, 